Hey everyone, you're listening to Hustle Muscle here with me, Patrick Mabilog. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for taking out the time, energy, the resources to be here with me today. You're listening to the show through 1233DYVS in a in a segment called Real Time with Leia, or probably listening to this in my Spotify or Anchor FM Hustle Muscle. If you haven't subscribed, then you probably might want to check it out. Hopefully, that gives you value. This show. Hopefully has been helping if you've been following me for the past couple of weeks. The objective essentially here is to help you to work with passion and with purpose. We've been talking about ways, strategies, hacks, um, best practices on how to become more productive, how to become less busy, and how to become more passionate at the things that we do, whether it's at work or in life in general. And today what we want to talk about once again, it's a topic hopefully that will help you to become more passionate about what you do and hopefully to get more results and become more, more resourceful in, in, in different ways. And this topic essentially is the topic of collaboration. Collaboration. We realize that at work, most of the time, every single thing that we do involves collaborating with other people. Whether you like it or not, your job affects someone else and someone else's job affects you and so essentially there's this intertwining of of roles that happens at work whether you're in marketing and you realize that your marketing positions and your marketing activities affect accounting and accounting affects operations and operations uh, affects everyone i mean if you're you're a, you're in a call center and your work effect is essentially affects the person next to you it, it, it's that's the way it goes so when we work essentially we realize that we work in groups we always work in clusters ever since the beginning of time there's been this idea of community and communities always work together now the truth of the matter is not everyone works together well. That's the reality that we face. Sometimes we face opposition at, at work. We can, we can work with people who have different opinions. And sometimes that can cause clashes. Sometimes we have differences in terms of strengths and weaknesses. And sometimes that can cause a little bit of friction. But what I want to talk about today is how we can collaborate better, especially with people who are completely different from us. You see, if we want to become better leaders, collaboration is really key. That's something I had to learn the hard way. I always thought that I was the kind of person that worked best on my own. I started off as a freelancer and I started off with my business being a one-man business. And I used to think that, you know what, if I get people involved or if I, you know, if I bring people on board, that it's just going to slow down my operations. It's going to slow down my process, that I'm better as a lone ranger. But then I started to realize when clients started to pour in that I needed help. And sooner or later, I realized that it's just so much better when you collaborate with other people. When you work with people who can complement you, who can add to your strengths, add value where you cannot add value. Because I realized that all of us, we all have strengths and weaknesses. So how do we, how do we collaborate better? How can we collaborate with others? I just want to share three keys and three steps. Hopefully that will help you to improve the way that you collaborate with teams it, it and, and consider this a small team building uh, practice if you're if you're watching this and and um, and you want your team to get value out of this tag your friends tag your teammates tag your your co-workers or, or share it with someone who you know will get value out, out of this so three steps essentially so just three D's number one is to discover so D 
First D is to discover, discover what your strengths and your weaknesses. Number two is to deliver. So the second D is to deliver. Deliver what? Deliver value to other people. And number three is to depend. Depend on who, on what? Depend on someone who will compliment you. So let's go through each and every single one of them one by one. So the first D is to discover your strengths and weaknesses. I remember this quote from John Maxwell. He said, stay in your strength zone, not on your weak zone. Have you ever heard anyone say this before? Whatever your weaknesses are, you have to develop that. And I think that comes out of this, this, uh, this culture that we were, were, uh, that we're exposed to, right? And just thinking about the education system, right? I mean, when you were bad at math, you had to spend more time at math and become better at that because you needed good grades in every single one of the subjects. If you were not good at science, then you needed to spend more time in science. We, we live in this world that, 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 uh, that uh, goes around this idea that whatever your weakness is, you need to develop that. And sometimes, yes, there are times that we need to develop our weaknesses. But imagine what it would be like if you actually spent more time on your strengths. You see, every single one of us, we were born and wired with strengths and weaknesses. We, some of us are good at relationship building. Some of us are good at influ influencing skills. We're good at influencing other people. Some of us are good at strategic thinking and we're analytical. And we bring to the table this, this fresh anal analysis or this fresh insight that changes the way that we, that, we, uh, that we do things. Sometimes some of us were good at execution. Some of us are good at ideation. We have different strengths and weaknesses. And those strengths and weaknesses, those are your talents and your skills that makes you special. But the same way that we have strengths, we also have areas that we're not really good at. Now, question is, where or how do I work on my weaknesses? We'll get to that a little bit in a while. But what I really want to focus on first is talking about what are you good at? What do you bring to the table? What kind of, what, what, what areas do you really uplift the team? You've probably heard of the idea of the Pareto Principle. The Pareto Principle tells you that 20% of your input will determine 80% of the output. What that means is 20% of the things that you spend time on produces 80% of the results. 20% of the team essentially will produce 80% of the results. If you're talking about the sales team, that's, that's the picture of that. And this is something that, that has been seen all throughout everything that we do from, from business to organization to personal productivity, 20% produces the 80%. That 20% is what you call your strengths. Now think about your your think about this from a personal development standpoint. What are the 20% of the things that you do that produces 80% of your results? What are the 20% of the activities that you do on a daily basis? I like to call this the big three, right? What are the top three things that you do, activities on a daily basis that add the most value in your company, in, your, in, your, in, in terms of your income, in terms of, of productivity for yourself? What are 20% of the things that add value? That's the strength that you need to start with. It starts with self-discovery, discovering what your strengths are. And then developing that, developing, aside from just discovering your strengths, I hope that we also start to develop our strengths because the more that you develop that strength, the more value that you add to other people, which leads me to the second point where we need to deliver value to others. And really what, where this comes out of is this idea where 
when we ask for something for some people, question is, did you give value first? Because reality is, friends, here's the reality that we face. Uh, the value that we get out of other people is always just proportionate to how much we reciprocate that. And so what I want to challenge you here today is if you're the kind of person where you're asking for value from other people, collaboration is a give and take, right? It's like what, what value you give to other people will always determine the value that you get out of them. So the challenge I want to give to people is this. Always initiate the exchange of value. Now, what does that mean? If you want to get value from people, give value first. I don't think I've ever seen anyone run out of help. Anyone, at least for that matter, who was generous in giving help first. So always initiate the, the exchange of value. Give value to others and they will give value to you. So probably you're asking yourself, you know what, Patrick, people are really not helping me out. I have a business and, you know, people aren't really helping me out in business. People aren't buying. People aren't partnering with me. People aren't investing. Question is, what kind of value did you give to other people first? You know what? The, the co-workers I have and they, 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 they you know what, they're, they're just toxic to work with. I always ask for their help, but they're never really ready to give help. The question is, did you give value first? Don't expect anyone who you haven't done anything for to do something for you. And that's just the rule of the land. I know sometimes that might sound pretty cheap. And sometimes we think, you know what? That, that, that's pr pretty cheap to think of people that way, that they would only do something for you when you do something for them. But the reality that we have today is in, in this finite world where everyone is, you know, they're clamoring for time and they're always wondering what, where, where will I put this, this, uh, this limited time and re limited resources that I have, where do I put it? The, the person that always wins the time and the resources of other people are the people who give first. So delivering value to others first. That's the second point I want to give. Deliver. What value do you give to other people before you ask? And then that leads to the third point that I want to share today, which is depending on someone who will compliment you. When you've delivered value to people now, you're in a position to depend on someone who will compliment you. Now, here's the tricky part. Sometimes it's hard to depend on people. Probably if you're, you can relate to this, maybe maybe think about that, right? It's like, when was the last time that you depended on people? And some for some people, it's hard to depend on people. Why? Because we like being independent. We like doing things on our own. We like being in control of, of, uh, of the output. But see, again, if we... If we only depend on ourselves, we'll always be limited on the limited things that we can do. Say, for instance, you want to scale your business. If you are an agency owner here, like probably you're, we're in the same we're in the same um, industry. That's the industry I'm part of. I'm in the business consultancy um, um, agent. I mean industry. And so, what essentially my my the the number of clients I can work on is only the number that I can handle on my own. But see, when I start getting help from other people, now I can take on more clients. And it's not just about the business sense of it. Now, all of a sudden, I'm in a position to use my business to help more people, to give more value to people, to give more guidance to businesses, to help them to build their brands, build their, their, their marketing um, campaigns, and really just communicate and give value to people. That's, that's what, what depending on other people does for us. Because we realize now that when... When we start to depend on other people, we start to amplify and exponentially grow the value that we can give to other people. It also makes you realize that going back to the, the concept of strengths, right? 
we're all strong at some points, but at the same time, we're also weak in some points. Personally, for me, I realized that my weakness, I'm not really naturally a relationship kind of person. I'm, I'm, I'm an introvert. I love, I love, love, love being alone and really just, you know, just diving into a book. And uh, I'm not really natural when it comes to relationship building, but I'm so grateful that I have a wife says who is great at relationships and so i i pick up from her right i mean i i, I bounce off with her for instance when i'm trying to work with a, a colleague or, or someone who who works for me and sometimes i just can't understand the person it's like i don't understand what this person wants i don't understand what this person needs so i bounce off with my wife and she gives me a fresh perspective i also make sure that i work with people who are great in relationships why because these people essentially they complement me Think of it this way. Think of it. Uh, think of yourself as a puzzle piece, right? Every single puzzle piece has a has a has a dent, and your every single puzzle piece has has a has a, like a bulge, right? Uh, I I don't know what you call those parts, but essentially you get what I mean, right? There's a bulge and there's a dent. Think of your the bulge of a puzzle piece as your strength, and the dent or that or that gap essentially as your weakness. What can you do to fill yourself? up as a person make yourself complete when you want to complete the puzzle piece what you want to do is you want to take these pieces these people with different strengths and weaknesses to complement each other so that you can create a whole picture or a whole image what that basically tells us friends if you want to see the complete picture if you want to see the big picture we need to work with other people because we're all pieces of a puzzle that fit together well whatever strengths you have it complements other people and whatever weaknesses you have someone else can complement for you when we see things from that vantage point when we see things from that perspective we realize that truly indeed collaborating with others is a joy it's a privilege and it's something that helps us to become more productive and really to just add more value to the world imagine what your company would be like if you could work with someone who can amplify you by 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 relying on your strengths but also at the same time filling you up or or, or, or filling in for you complementing you in the areas where you're weak so again just a quick review how do you collaborate with others better number one is discover your strengths and your weaknesses number two deliver value to others and number three depend on someone who will complement you i hope that this helped you this week to work with passion and with purpose. I'll see you next week as we continue to talk about ways that we can become productive and become passionate at what we do. Thank you so much for joining me. My name is Patrick Mabilo. This is Hustle Muscle. I will see you next week.